Hey, people, it's me, Miss T, coming with you again with another podcast. Um, It's about 2.44 in the morning. Yes, I'm up real early. If y'all know me, you know that I don't really sleep. My mind doesn't stop. It just keeps flowing and going. But I'm thankful to be alive and I could put my ten toes down and just allow God to use me at this time. The subject that I have on my mind is another decade is upon me. The reason why I'm saying this is because in a couple of months, I will be turning 50. And I've been doing a lot of soul searching and a lot of, you know, in-depth digging out of things that I don't want to bring into my 50s. I don't want to bring my 40s into my 50s. There's just some things that I don't want to bring into my 50s. My attitude, my outlook, my fears, my doubts, all the stuff that held me back from going forth in life as a general, as a whole. Because when life becomes life in your life, sometimes you won't move forward into things that really truly belong to you. And sometimes... God got to groom you and filter you out. So when he does bless you with it, you don't allow it to slip through your fingers because you wasn't prepared emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of that in order to hang on to it. So this podcast is personal, real personal, because like I said, another decade is, is upon me. It's coming, and I want to be able to enter into it with a new mindset, a new way of having love in my heart and not dwelling on the why when things fail and it holds me back, but to be able to have bounce, to bounce back from it, even if something comes and it doesn't work out. Because, see, that's my downfall. When I go through stuff and it hurts me really bad, I will isolate myself from everything and everybody until I feel better. It causes me to be standoffish. It causes me not to be like, okay, not to say that plan A didn't work, that I needed a plan B, but I need to go back to the prayer, the prayer room or the prayer drawing cord In order to figure out, well, what did happen? Was it really me? Or was it really God that said it? So, with this segment, I'm trying to bring forth an understanding that sometimes it could be you that's holding you back from gaining a lot of things in your life. Some people will go around and say, well, that's me. People need to put an H on their chest and handle it. But guess what? I learned the first thing that I learned when I got saved was the enemy is enemy. Sometimes you your own worst enemy. Sometimes you're the person that holds you up because you have a bad attitude or you don't know how to talk to people. Or you, you're just the person that's holding you up from really gaining things in life. And I'm just grateful that I have the ability 
to evaluate myself. Just like you go on a job and you get a yearly evaluation and the boss tells you, well, you're good in this area, but this is an area you need to come up in. And then for that year, they're going to watch you to see, did you make the necessary changes in order to be better in that area? There's a reason why yearly observations are done. They're done because... On a job, you got to be able to be fully equipped to handle the job. And if you keep messing up in that one particular area, then maybe that boss would be like, well, this individual don't care enough about their job to make some changes and improvement. And maybe this individual don't see nothing wrong with this area. But constructive criticism is necessary in life no one is perfect and you have to understand that when you can sit down and you can say not just my bad but don't say it and don't try to find a solution I learned over the many months that there's just some people that don't like coming to a solution some people don't want to get to a solution They want to continue to act crazy, act out of character, and feel it's okay. But they don't even know that they're they're self-destructing their own life. They may be people around you that want to invest in you, but because you are annoying and you are messed up, They can't even offer you anything because you don't find anything wrong with you. Like I said, no one is perfect. And as we get older, we should become wiser. I told my daughters, I told my kids a long time ago, and I learned this. When you're in your 20s, that's your stupid years. You do everything. You feel like you're an adult and nobody can't tell you nothing. So you do stuff just because you can say, oh, I'm an adult or excuse me, church people. I'm a grown ass man or I'm a grown ass woman and nobody can tell me nothing. And that's when you miss out on the most valuable wisdom of your life. And because you just like the people going around in circles, never making it to Canaan. Staying in the same spot. When you when you get to that point, when you're in your 20s and nobody can give you wisdom and nobody can talk to you and you get this thing where, oh, I'm an adult. I don't know why you telling me this or telling me that. It's because people in their 30s, 40s and 50s already went through what you're going through. I don't even understand why I'm saying this. But whoever's listening, if you are in your 20s and there is a wise individual in your life that is sowing seeds of wisdom, listen. Because they're going to save you a whole lot of headache and a whole lot of heartache. When you're in your 30s, that's when you become aware of the crap that you did in your 20s that you really waste your time on. So you start... Putting 
your life together in your 30s. You should be starting to put the puzzles, the pieces together. What you should have did in your 20s, you start doing it in your 30s. And you start doing the process of elimination. Anything that's not working for your favor, you cast, you put it out your life. Because you don't want to waste no more time. Because you know 40 is around the corner. So when you in your 30s, you start becoming aware of stuff that just don't benefit you. And you're not going to waste no time. And you may lose some people and places and things. That was a waste of your time. That was that speed bump or that roadblock in your life. And it's okay for that to go. Because God is making room for the thing that you are going to be blessed with. So let it happen. Let it happen. And some people are going to be like, oh, you acted funny. You think you better. Oh, tell them thank you. Because you became you became aware of all the stuff that you wasted time on. And you're becoming better. So all they are is your personal profit to tell you you are you are better. Don't get mad. Thank them. Because if they can see it, then it's evident in your life. When you get to your 40s, that's the time that you don't take no BS. That's the time that you don't waste time at all. That's another level of not wasting time. You can see BS and smell it a mile away and you can dismiss it immediately. When you get in your 40s, especially women, you, you're, 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 I don't want to say sixth sense. Your intuition and your discernment kicks in more as a woman when you be getting your 40s. Because you don't want to waste no time. That's when your premature wisdom, knowledge, and understanding kicks in as a woman when you're 40. Because you done been through so much. And it's just like the flu shot. They put the flu shot in you. They put the antidote of the flu on the inside of you. To see if you can fight it off. So your 20s and your 30s you experience so much. That when you get to your 40s. Soon as that thing or that entity or that stuff try to creep back in and your and your and your discernment kick in you can recognize it you just be like nah I've been through that I'm not doing that no more but that's when your anointing really truly develops where If you have a task or an assignment and you're anointed for that, but then the season is over, it's a difference because the anointing makes the difference. And when God sends you to do something and that thing and your season is up, somehow you can feel it 
because it doesn't it's not like a gracing that happens it's like a an annoyance that happens where it starts aggravating you that is God letting you know it's time to let that thing go and that's what you do you allow things in your 40s to start falling off of you they can't have you no more you may want to have it but it can't have you and in that decade from 40 to 49 you experience more things things that you just become a survivor and an overcomer in my 40s I had to overcome a lot of things. I had to overcome cancer. I had to overcome death and being grief stricken. Yes, grief stricken. It's a real thing. When you lose people and you just don't know how to handle the grief. I had to learn how to lose and get evicted from an apartment. And live in a hotel for a month and a half. And my name is tore up. I never thought in my life I would face an eviction. But I'm getting myself back. I'm gaining me back. I'm learning. It's okay. Because there's some people out there that have lost houses and cars. And they, they, they getting it back together. I lost a lot in my 40s. I lost a lot. I had to learn how to recognize my kids as adults, which is not easy because it's a whole nother transition. To treat them as an equal, not talk down to them, but talk to them. I'm still learning. I'm learning how to get along with my youngest daughter who is not living with me which caused me to go through a lot of depression and hurt and heartache and I tell people all the time and I have no shame I'm very transparent that is 50% of my depression not having my daughter my baby living in the house with me I'm not head of house. I live with my daughter, who I thank God for, my oldest daughter. Because if not, I don't know where the hell I would be right now. But I'm doing, I'm going through another transition to get my own, to get back up on my feet, to be self-sufficient and independent, to not be afraid of living by myself. Because I've lived with my kids all my life. From the age of 21, I've been out on my own. From 21 years of age, I turned 21. And a month later, I had my own apartment. And I was happy. Because just like my daughter, Ariel, want to teach my granddaughter, Kiki, that mommy's independent and self-sufficient. That's what I taught her. And at the at the time that she came to me and she talked to me about us separating, 
because she wanted her own. It broke me because I felt like she didn't want me around no more. And because of loss, because it, 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 I, I equated that to another loss. I had to work through that personally. I had, but I taught her how to be independent and self-sufficient. And when she came to me, it hurt me. I took it wrong. I heard it wrong in my ear. The enemy planted a seed of doubt and frustration. And I didn't speak to my daughter for two, almost two weeks because it hurt me. But God had to come and say, no, this is what she seen you do as a single mom. You had your own. You held it down. They never wanted for anything. And she took that lesson and applied it to her own life. You shouldn't be mad at what you taught her to do. She wants to be the same woman like you. You did good. Now it's time for you to be on your own so I can bless you. This is the thing that God told me. And I don't know if there's a parent on here that needed to hear this, but if you're living with your kids or your kids is living with you and there's a process of separation, let it happen. Don't be angry. Don't be mad. Don't be frustrated. Because if you taught them, if they seen you live and work and supply, this is the same thing you taught them. So the investment is only going to come back. The investment is only going to be valuable. What you invest in your kids is valuable. And if they can apply it to their life and want to be able to move forward, that's all you can ever ask. You want to say, well, good, I'm proud of you because you got it. So like I said, my next decade is upon me. And whatever this decade holds for me, I am going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace it. I want God to bless me. I want to walk in my ministry. I want my baby to come home. I want God to send the godly mate that he has uniquely designed for me. I want the things that I was afraid of to go after. I want life to be a good life in my life. And I I just don't want this thing for myself. I want this thing for any and everybody that is listening to this podcast right now. So I'm going to say this. And I don't say this to belittle anybody. I say this because I care. If you are an individual that is listening to this podcast and you deal with depression, 
if you deal with alcohol, if you need weed every single day of your life to function, if you need anything as a crutch to get you through life, I beg of you to seek counseling. Go and do a 30-day program. Get your life back. Get help. Get your health in order. Do the things that you need to do in order to function in life. There is nothing wrong with going to therapy. There is nothing wrong going to a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day program to get you right. And it don't matter how you look to other people. Long as you saving your life, save your life. Don't leave the 40s. Go into your 50s. Don't leave your 20s and go into your 30s. Don't leave your 30s and go into your 40s and you're messed up. Because whether you believe it or not, people really do love you. People really do care about you. And they want to see you make it. And get you... Get your mind right. Get you together. I, I, I can't stress enough that me continuing, not just going to therapy, but continuing the process of therapy has saved my life. Saved my life. I can't tell anybody on this podcast the number of times that I have thought about killing myself because I felt like nobody loved me, nobody cared about me. But what made me hold on, what made me hold on was my little ounce of faith of a mustard seed. And if you go, I want you if you've never seen a mustard seed, I want you to Google it. Because it's so tiny. It's so small. It's so delicate. But it's powerful. If you have faith of a mustard seed, you you don't even understand how God can move that mountain. God, you can tell that mountain to get out your way. Look at the size of a mustard seed and look at the size of a mountain that is incredible that you have that much faith to tell the mountain to get the hell out your way nothing is impossible but all things are possible with God all things and I can't stress enough if you are my friend on Facebook whether you're not my friend on Facebook please if you need prayer if you need somebody to talk to vent to feel like nobody cares about you and just need to get it out need a word of encouragement upliftment edification I'm here my Facebook name is Tawana Miss Parish. 
Please inbox me. Inbox me. If you don't like to type, inbox me and say you need to talk to me so I can set aside that time just for you. Because I know how it is to need somebody to talk to when there's not a soul there. God is there, but sometimes you need somebody tangible to talk to. I'll talk with you. I'll cry with you. I'll pray with you and for you. This is what it's about. I work ministry from my bed. That's what I do daily. Because this is how I am. This is how God developed me. This is what I do. I work ministry from my bed. I have aches and pains in my body, but if you need me, I'm there. I want to always end my podcast. And I need to begin my podcast with prayer. I'm going to start doing that. But I need to end my podcast. Because I feel the anointing has lifted up off of me. I need to end my podcast with a prayer. And I'm not trying to be a person of filthy lucre. But if you feel led to someone to me as a person or someone to this ministry as a person, then please, I have a PayPal account. I'm not begging. I'm just asking. If you feel led, whatever you give, God bless you. My PayPal account is through my email account, which is T-A-J-A-R-I-3-A-O at gmail.com. Any amount will be grateful. Any amount that you give. I don't want to turn anybody off. I'm not. It's not mandatory. But if you feel led to bless me, then God bless you. Because you have no idea when you're on a fixed income, because I am, because I am disabled and I get a social security check and I don't want to disclose the amount, but as soon as I get it, it's gone. Having that little, you know, little bit of money that people sow into my life, it helps and it's on time. Because I be needing deodorant and toilet paper. I be wanting to go out and treat myself to a nice little treat. Or just save it. Put it in a nest egg. All, all donations. All everything. Money, blessings, Holy Ghost handshakes. Is welcome and I am grateful. I'm not just thankful. I'm grateful because you don't have to do it. But I want you guys to please continue to listen to my podcast. I'm not saying it's going to be done every week, but when it is done, it's going to be a subject and a topic that's definitely personal to me. I hope each and every person that listens to this gains something out of it. The subject was and is... My decade, another decade is upon me. 
And I thank God for just allowing me to come to you at this time to speak. And I'm going to leave off with this prayer. I changed the name of this, so please forgive me. I was trying to really listen to the voice of God. But this is called PJ Chronicles. And yes, I am in my PJs talking to you guys because it is three o'clock in the morning. Um, I thank you. I would love you guys feedback on this to anybody that listens to it. Please, your feedback, positive feedback, please. And I'm going to end this with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for using me right now, because this is all you. I thank you for sitting me down and lifting up you in my life. Thanking you, God, everyone that is going through a decade change, going from their teens to their 20s, from their 20s to their 30s, and so forth and so on. In a couple of months, we got people this year the 70s babies that are going and turning 50, Lord God. I ask that you bless them. Keep them, Lord God. Give them the celebration that they deserve because they made it to their 50s, Lord God. Let their family celebrate them. Let them be able to just be thankful for gaining and going into their 50s, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for anyone that's listening to this podcast that is in need. Lord God, supply their need according to your riches and glory. Because you are our Lord, you are our shepherd, and you shall not want, Lord. We shall not want, Lord God. Lord God, anyone that's crying out to you right now, Lord God, that's in need, Lord God. I just keep hearing it. That's in a need. Father God, just supply it. Whether it's a job whether they desire a husband, whether their wayward kids is acting like the prodigal son. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for bringing them in, Lord God. Lord God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, because without you, I know that I, oh, wretched man that I am, could be nothing. Lord God, I thank you that whatever word that was in this podcast Let it be a sound word, a true word, a righteous word, a word that will get across to your people. Father, Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for covering all marriages, Lord God. Every marriage that is in trouble, Lord God, step in right now and undo what Satan is trying to build up. Tear it down right now. Lord God, let not another season for a single people to be overlapped season after season of being single lord god bring the person that you desire in our life that we may go forth and be married lord god and everyone that's engaged i thank you father god let not the enemy get in the midst of that let him make it to the altar because lord god no one is a booty call for god we are an altar call I thank you, Lord Jesus, for restoring family structure because there's some family that I need and desire to be restored unto me. And I just don't want it for myself. I want it for the people that's listening to this podcast. And I thank you, Father God, that if this brings forth me going to speak, going to speak your word and 
events and conferences and churches. I thank you, Father God, that you will supply a way there and a way back, Lord God, and allow you to speak up. Thank you, Lord, for all the invitations that I will gain through this, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for covering every household that is listening to this podcast. And Lord God, I thank you for this newfound season. And let me be consistent in it, Father God. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for covering our day. Letting it be prosperous and favorous on today, Lord God. Any day that someone desires to listen to this podcast, let them have favor and be prosperous. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. I want everyone to be safe. Hug and love on your kids. Cover them with prayer. Bestow a covering on your kids in this season, this summer season, especially your young black men in the name of Jesus and your men of color, not just black men, but Puerto Rican men, any person of color, any male of color, from the youngest to the oldest. If you have the ability to pray, pray over them. Lay your hands on their head and decree that the enemy cannot steal, kill, or destroy them. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for listening to this. Shalom, shalom, and shalom.